In the distance, a whimpering sound rises just above the soft chime of a grandfather clock. Colleen Braydock pauses and listens, but the sound is not repeated. She dismisses it as her imagination and saunters into her spacious bedroom. Colleen is thinking about how much she loves the extravagant fundraisers at the prestigious Westchester Country Club in upstate New York. The people, the conversation, the lively entertainment. From the edge of her bedside chair, she removes her high heels in a leisurely fashion. Then she stands and slowly unzips the back of her stunning evening gown, unhooks her lace-covered bra, and drapes them over her chair. Now naked, except for her panties, she reaches for the cream-colored silk negligee carefully laid out for her by the maidservant. Her long, strawberry-blonde hair, still slightly curled from the evening's festivities, drapes over her firm breasts. She slides the negligee over her head as she walks to her dressing table. She brushes her hair with long strokes as she admires her reflection in the mirror. I wish Patrick could have been with me tonight, she thinks. Everyone misses him when he's not there. She reaches across the four-poster bed to pull back the quilted comforter. Using a small step stool, she gently climbs into bed, thinking on how she feels too excited to sleep. She grabs the novel she has been working on and burrows into her overstuffed pillows. Thoughts of the stimulating evening return as she thumbs through to her bookmark, presses the pages back, and takes in the inviting scent of the printer's ink. So many dances, such lively music, such sumptuous food. Patrick would have loved this party, she thinks. Not for the first time, she wishes he had graced her with his company that night. But then again, she couldn't begrudge him his desire to join their two grown sons, Nick and Andy, on their annual hunting trip with clients. She suspects, however, that had he been at the club that night, her husband would not have appreciated all the male attention she had received thanks to the daring dress she had worn. She enjoys a guilty delight in the thought. After struggling to read several pages, her eyes become heavy and slowly close. Her breathing deepens as she allows the story to carry her into sleep. Unconsciously, she shifts, causing the book to slide from her lap and off the bed. It hits the floor with a thump. The sound stirs her. Now half awake, she reaches to click off the bedside lamp. She takes a long, deep breath and pulls the comforter to her chin, wanting to regain the restful slumber. Her overtired body betrays her, and she struggles to return to her peaceful state. Colleen recalls stimulating conversation, rich food, fine wine. It all combines to cause her to toss and turn for what feels like hours. Then she hears it. The sound is so startling and so alarmingly close that at first she believes she must have dreamed it. Disconcerted, she sits upright on the edge of the bed, trying to clear her thoughts. But when she hears it again, she can't help herself. Although not entirely awake and very much alone in the house, she feels compelled to investigate. It's three in the morning, 
and her bedroom is awash with light from the full moon. She moves cautiously in the moonlight, reaching for the robe folded carefully on the padded chair next to her bed. In her bare, lily-white feet, she tiptoes down the hall to the stairs. She runs her fingers through her hair as she floats down the winding wooden staircase. With her willowy frame and flowing negligee, she realizes she must look like something of a ghost in the eerie blue-gray light of the grand entry hall. Moonlight pours through the floor-to-ceiling leaded glass windows. When the sound rings out for a third time, she turns with a jerk and stalks in the direction from which it came. She knows that, for the most part, the house is empty. Only a handful of the house staff would have remained for the night, and all would have retired for the evening. Through each room she passes.